0: I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. I am stressing to you.
1: You take this outfit home, and you burn it.
0: But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook.
1: We couldn't do diddly-poo offensively. One-on-one, I'm undefeated, never lost. High fly ball.
0: Wide Open Sportscast.
1: What's hey, we- everybody. What's this week's song? Uh, this week's song we're starting off with is Message by Audien. Nice. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing excellent today, my friend. Um, it's been a great day. And Welcome, everyone. I hope everyone
0: had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, mine was pretty good. I stuffed my face, and I even brought home leftovers, and I was smart this year.
1: So why? Tell me why. I brought my own Tupperware. Oh, that is always a bold move. <laughs> uh, it
0: was clutch. And I, I mean every year I always bring it and the reason why I brought my own Tupperware is cuz last year, I believe it was actually Easter. So probably Easter when I went over to my parents' house, I <laughs> I I took home a plate from my mom. So I took one of her just her normal nice Lennox plates home. Right. And I didn't return to, turn it to her for like a month and a half. So instead of me screwing up again, I decided to bring my own stuff so I don't have to return anything.
1: That's very, very smart. Cause I always feel bad like taking other people's stuff away from Thanksgiving, and I'm like, oh yeah, thank you for your uh, things. I'll be certainly using in the future. My uh, girlfriend's mother gives it to me all the time.
0: How was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was excellent. Um, spending it at the girlfriend's house because my yeah. parents are actually with my little brother. He is in Dallas. He is moving into yeah, the next step of his career.
0: He is moving. That's that's exciting, man. So, so I very, mean, congrats on that.
1: Yeah, very very proud for him. Totally deserved. He worked very hard. Graduated from college a year early, and he's going to be working for TD Ameritrade. Going to stay down there for a year. And he said he's going to come back a Cowboys fan. I told him if he does, I will not allow him inside of the house.
0: <laughs> that would be pretty funny.
1: But otherwise, it was pretty good. Um, had a lot of turkey, a lot of food. Um, but it was a great time to spend some time with Leah and her family over the Thanksgiving, and today's uh, gonna be even better. And the reason why today is even better is the because it
0: is Feds' birthday. birthday. Hey, happy birthday, man! Thank you, dude. Thank very congrats, very man. excited.
1: Twenty six. It feels scary now. Twenty six.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna hit that in a few months. Well, probably half a year by now, but.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Nowhere else I'd rather be. Yeah, man, we're
0: going to uh,
1: at one of our local spots when we were in uh, college. Some uh, Killarney's as we call it. Kills. I don't know what I'm more excited for. A golden shower, which is not what you think it is. It is their um, one of their favorite drinks they have. Yeah, I was gonna say. I Can't wait wait for my golden shower. Yeah. What is in a golden shower? It's like beer and like schnapps. Yeah. Well, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely buy
0: a couple of those.
1: Yeah, probably. I think my birthday tradition is an Irish car bomb, too, so yeah, thank God I've got somebody driving. Yeah, good for you, man. Always want to be safe and sorry. Exactly. All right, you ready to get into it? Yeah, but uh, hey,
0: before yeah, we yeah. get into it, like like we always do, or we're trying to do at the uh, beginning of every show, uh, if you guys could follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes, we are Wide Open Sports. Uh, I'm sorry, Wide Open Sports Cast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Open underscore sports. That'd be greatly appreciative.
1: The number one place for you to tell us why we're wrong.
0: Yes, and we are wrong too many times.
1: Especially with the Jets.
0: Especially with the Jets. Well, I mean, they haven't been doing so well as of late, but, I mean, they still prove us wrong as being not undefeated or not
1: shut out like the Cleveland is going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's looking really bad for Cleveland at the moment. Um, so let's get into some of our Week Eleven highlights first. Um, what are you looking at as the big things from Week Eleven, Rick? Uh, the big things from Week Eleven? Other uh, than, of course, the greatest team in football beating the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> well, honestly, that that is pretty big because um, I mean that's that definitely shows that they're they're going to be top notch. Uh, I think the Steelers win definitely solidifies that they are probably in the top three of. Of Super Bowl probables right now, right. that being them, the Eagles, and the uh, Patriots. I can't believe I forgot to say the Patriots. Um, I think another big statement was the Vikings over the Rams. That was um, huge. That was that was supposed to be uh, that was in my opinion supposed to be the game of the week. Uh, it was kind of a bummer to see the Rams not put up as much of a fight. Um, so, but I mean, it also showed that the Vikings and Case Keenum. Um, at this point, Case Keenum, if he loses his job. That's absolutely ridiculous. I don't think that's going to happen, uh, especially because look at how good they're looking still. So. And they won on on Thanksgiving, thirty to uh, twenty three over the Lions. Uh, and it's it's hard, honestly, in my opinion, it's hard to bet against the Lions on Thanksgiving because they do have a winning record. Same with the Cowboys.
1: But both were had their uh, parade floats deflated yesterday. Pretty safe to say, right?
0: <laughs> that is very true. Um, another big thing for me, uh, the surprise win over uh, for the Giants over the Chiefs. Um, this is this may be a bold thing to say uh for the AFC West the best looking team right now is the just Los Angeles Chargers
1: they really are
0: like yeah. they really
1: do look dangerous the Chiefs have fallen They're, off a little bit
0: yeah Chiefs have lost like was it like four in a row and then four three uh they've it's, lost it's, they, they lost it's not looking
1: good let's put it that way it's just, it's just not looking good
0: not looking good and then the Chargers I mean last week they put up 54 points
1: this week and um, Phillip I mean, Rivers had a career day against yeah, the Cowboys Phillip yesterday. Phillip Rivers
0: performs on Thanksgiving. Uh, I think his last game against the, the Cowboys, he put up 400 yards. This one, he how much did he put up?
1: Yeah, I think it was pretty close, if not 400 again.
0: Uh, it was 434 yards this time. Yeah, over 500 yards of offense. That's pretty crazy, so, uh, considering. But, I mean, this week's also looking good. Uh, what what did you take away from Week 11?
1: Uh, some things I took away from Week 11. I thought it was a big statement win by the Steelers to put themselves back into the picture. Right. A big win over the Titans, um, the Patriots completely decimating the Raiders in Mexico City. Raiders
0: like look like they they have so many of the same characters from last year, but they look like such a, a different team. different team. Yeah, not even crazy. close.
1: And you would even think they got better with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Um. Definitely the Saints that comeback win against the Redskins was phenomenal. Yes, true. Phenomenal comeback. Yeah, I, Drew I mean breezy makes it look too I, I'm easy. I'm
0: s- I'm so high on on Kirk Cousins, and it it was kind of unfortunate to see him lose. But I mean, also, I mean, you yeah, gotta. I'd never like the Saints are kind of like that fifteen that like no one's really talking about.
1: That, no, no one is talking about them right now, and I honestly feel like they're a team that people should be talking yeah. about. Yeah, they've definitely. won eight straight.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Started the they season had, zero and two. They had uh, a couple of fake uh, fake losses. I guess kind of like the uh, I guess in a way the Chargers like they started out like. 0-4. Uh, and and yeah, had those fake losses, some tough losses. They lost the way the Chargers lose, but then they've actually bounced back and have won like the Patriots win.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, uh, crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, and also the Monday night game was pretty close. Uh, the Falcons beat the Seahawks 34-7. I remember. Wow, 34-31.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, my big highlight was the, of course, the Eagles in the Redskins and on I mean not the Redskins the Cowboys uh definitely my big takeaway is you know what Rick it's I I don't want to say it and it's almost like Al Michaels put it perfectly when he was announcing that game the other night What's that? Eagles fans don't want to talk about it
0: I mean it so superstitious yo any any I feel I feel like any Philly sports fan whether it's the Flyers whether it's the Eagles whether it's hell even the Philadelphia Union I f- I figure yeah like they're always so superstitious like it- they don't want to talk about it I mean it's a good time to be an Eagles fan
1: it uh, really phenomenal is phenomenal time but i mean there what a time to be alive my friends it is absolutely great at this time oh jesus christ
0: why do i let you control this freaking
1: board uh i really don't know <sighs> i'll hit you with the Steelers song at uh maybe at some point Okay. But Rick, here's the good news: with the Cowboys lost yesterday, and if the Eagles do beat Chicago on Sunday, one Cowboys loss or one Eagles win will wrap up that division before November even ends, and the Eagles will already be division champs.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised about that at all. I mean, they still need to fight for uh, the, the first seed.
1: Yeah, which will be very interesting. Um, Shout out to Leah, you're the best girlfriend ever. Um, her birthday present is tickets to Eagles Giants on December seventeenth.
0: Like you gave her that, or
1: she gave them to me for my birthday. Oh, for your, oh, I was like, yeah. oh, oh, nice, dude. Yeah, so I'll be going to uh, Bird Gang uh, in the Meadowlands. Um, she, it's gonna be her first NFL game too. She's never seen the Giants, so I'm happy that she'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, if we have the division wrapped up at that point, are we really going to be playing starters? But, I mean, the way the Vikings, the Saints, they all look right now, even the Rams are still not completely out of it. It's The Eagles, I think, are going to be playing for the first round by and maybe home field advantage all the way to the end because
0: I, – I think they should. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at their schedule. They got the Chicago. They got Seattle, which Seattle could be like a surprise loss. L.A., that's going to be L- – L.A. – which L.A.? That's L.A. That's LA Rams uh la that's 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 gonna be hard i mean they didn't show up against the vikings but I, I still consider la a pretty good team uh giants easy win oakland should be at this point easy win Uh, dallas will get zeke back by week 17 so
1: but again i think we said this last week if you listen to our last yeah. episode is mm-hmm. that if zeke and i was talking about this with a few uh, people at thanksgiving dinner last night if zeke had just accepted the suspension the Cowboys would be in such a much better place yeah because now they're watching their season fall and fade away from them
0: because Dak is not performing are you ready for this what's Here's
1: that? a stat for you because we'll, we'll get into our um, week 12 predictions but first we'll talk about the Thanksgiving Day games mm-hmm. Dak with Zeke has a higher QBR than Tom Brady I 100% believe Dak it. without Zeke? Zeke has a QBR that is lower than than Deshaun Kaiser. I mean,
0: well, have they really haven't had too many scoring chances, and they haven't had too many first downs without Zeke.
1: It is the first time in Cowboys history they've gone three straight games without scoring double-digit points.
0: That's pretty incredible.
1: And I lost by two points in fantasy last week because Dak went minus two. I needed him to put up one positive point against Philly and put up one. I mean, 78 yards, three picks and a fumble.
0: Thankfully, in the one league that I have Dak in, I also have Ben Roethlisberger. So I'm just riding that train.
1: So, Rick, talking about them Cowboys, who do you blame? Do you blame Zeke for not accepting the suspension and just putting him in the situation they're in? Do you blame Dak for his horrific performance? A lot of Cowboys fans are saying this was his time to show the world what he's got. And he's been dreadful, again, without Zeke these past three games. He has been technically and statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Do you blame Jerry Jones for attacking the NFL and all the off-field distractions, saying his uh, famous quote that whatever Robert Kraft did to Goodell, I'm going to make Robert Kraft look like a little bitch? Uh, or, pussy. Yeah. It was pussy. Or um, do you blame Jason Garrett? Because Stephen A. said something today that I totally agreed with for Dallas. What was that? Is if... Dallas had started off this entire season knowing that it could be any given moment that Zeke was going to be suspended. You would have thought they would have been prepared for it. If they knew it could have been any week. They
0: they played it off like they did they were. Like they're like, Oh, don't worry, we got these running backs, they'll do fine.
1: But it's one player and they look like a totally different team.
0: Well, it's crazy I mean, one player off of a team could completely change the the whole team. So for example Green Aaron, Bay and Yeah, Aaron I was about to say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers what like was the team he was perfect for that offense Hundley is horrible for that offense. it seems like he had a couple of good drives but besides that I mean he got shut out by uh, the Ravens which Mm -hmm. haven't done that in forever so so
1: so who you blaming in Dallas
0: who am I blaming well I think it's kind of a combo between Jerry Jones and Zeke because I like we said last week if Zeke did take the suspension they'd be in a better place right now because they definitely had winnable games without Zeke uh the Cowboys schedule for the rest of the year I mean they lost a horrible loss to the charge although the Chargers have completely changed around at this point but next week uh they and now go Chargers go they have – next week they have Washington on Thursday night. Um, that is, for me, is a, is a losable game. They, they could definitely win that, but that's definitely uh-huh. a losable game. Uh, then they have the Giants, which I pray to God that they beat the Giants because it's crazy that they even won against the Kansas City.
1: Uh, yeah, that's I, typical Andy Reid blowing a game that
0: – They got Oakland, they got Seattle, and then they got Philly. I mean – They'd be lucky to win one of the
1: last three games as well. I agree. So, Even without Zeke out, by that time Zeke gets back, it's probably So over.
0: I I think one, I mean, I don't blame so honestly, I for on a personal level, I don't blame Zeke for fighting this because once you have that label of a uh, abuser, mm-hmm. that's horrible for the rest of your life. You have that label. You have accepted the suspension. And you are now considered an abuser. Now, not by everyone. I don't consider him an abuser. I don't know what he did in the past, but I don't always consider. I will never always consider him an abuser. But there will be those people that will consider him an abuser. So, as an ego hit to him, that's, that's a bad thing. Huge. So, but I mean, on on the other hand, though, to it affected his whole team, and it was a distraction for his whole team. Uh, I mean, I also blame Gary because, like, like, uh, like you said, it made or. I guess I said it, but you were pointing at it. It they made it seem like they were so prepared. Like Alfred Morris has no problem carrying it. Now Alfred Morris has had some good yards. He but looked, it's he not honestly
1: looked great against Yeah, Philly. but
0: it's not Zeke. Like he, Zeke Zeke changes that offense. Dak Prescott does not change that offense. Zeke changes that offense. So without Zeke there, then it's pretty I mean, it's obviously it's pretty pitiful. I mean, and Des Bryant's not what he's like. Williams has was a shot in the dark. He had a few good games, but it doesn't look like he's showing up anymore. Uh, also, Beasley has had a, tr- had a tremendously bad year.
1: So it's it's not looking good for them. Do you think it's over in Jerry World officially?
0: Uh, for playoff-wise, yes. I, I, I don't see them. Because, I mean, for the whole NFC... I'm, I'm going to check that right now. I probably should have had that just up. Uh, but the whole NFC, I mean, they have... Who they have in front of them? I mean, Panthers, Falcons, Seahawks, Lions. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take out Green Bay. Yeah. All th- those four teams right there, which are in the wild card hunt right now, are way better than them and are likely to win more games in the absence of Zeke than with Zeke there. Yeah. So.
1: I I think they're out. I think that was definitely these last three games with a nail in the coffin. I think they knew that. And you could tell that Jerry Jones kind of knew it the other day.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, Jerry Jones kind of, like, took back what he was going to say a little bit. But, I mean, he's still pissed. Uh, So, I I blame him. I blame Garrett for not having the right – I blame him and Garrett for having not not the right personnel to take the spot of Zeke. But, I mean, that's also a really hard
1: role to fill up. Definitely. Definitely. But that's, that's my opinion on that. Sorry, I just had to throw that in the background there. Yeah, it was fun. So, um, looking ahead, let's take a look at Week 12 already. We've talked about it. Vikings over the Lions. We also had the Chargers over Dallas. And now go Chargers, go. And then we had the Redskins beat the Giants. The,
0: so, the I felt, I, I definitely, I caught the itis. I was so tired last Yo, night. This
1: is, this is a good one here, folks.
0: I uh I I fell asleep in the middle of it because it was so boring to watch. Like it was just them just throwing back
1: and forth. It sucked. It wasn't working. The first quarter I was like what is going on? I was like punt 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 punt. Mm-hmm. And the fact that makes it even sadder for the Giants is that Redskins team was absolutely decimated. They had so many injuries. So they, their entire I do offensive line is
0: out. Their entire offensive line. I they showed a stat yesterday um that they have 15 people on the IR.
1: Uh huh. That yeah. and
0: that that's second. I think that's second most. I mean, the Giants also have fourteen people on the IR, which is a ton. I think the most right now is the Seahawks. Yes. Yeah, the Seahawks. Their defense had, is decimated. Yeah, there's there's defense is decimated. But I also they had people that are able to fill those roles, not to the best, but they they do fill it better than I'd say the Redskins have been doing filling their roles. Um, that I mean, also, I also I I think I fell asleep at the beginning of the second half.
1: And then I what have, happened to your beverage? I have spilt. <laughs> the cup have runneth over. <laughs> and Rick, that is honestly pretty. Wait for it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> yep, no problem.
0: But uh, I like. Unless you have anything else to say on this, I'm ready to jump into week uh, 12 predictions. All
1: right, so Rick, we're gonna have a challenge here. Uh, this week's song that we're going to be using is once i find it here on our little button it's gonna be autumn thunder the roundup by sam spence we have two minutes to go through week 12 i think we could do it are you ready yeah i'm ready set go. Alright,
0: so probably the first game that I have listed here is the Titans at the Colts. I believe the Titans should take that. I mean, they definitely did put up fights in recent weeks, but the Colts seem to be floundering, so I'm going to say the Titans.
1: Yes, I'll also take the Titans as well. Uh, Bird Gang over Bears. I will take the Eagles by at least 20.
0: I mean, Bears have a good defense, but nothing compared to the Eagles offense, so yes, Bird Gang.
1: Bird Gang.
0: Alright, uh, Panthers at MetLife. The Jets, I'm going to, to take the Panthers. I'm going to ride cam noon for a little bit cam noon's actually looking good this year yeah i will to last
1: year they're making a playoff push who you got next all right we got the dolphins at the patriots uh, Ooh. uh
0: dolphins do not have jay Cutler. that's not saying much because he is out with a concussion uh so they have more in which is not saying much so i'm gonna take the patriots in a pretty should be a pretty easy win
1: i'll take the patriots there as well a uh, bucks visiting atlanta i will take the falcons in that one
0: I agree with that. There Falcons, will be no
1: Fitzmagic there in uh, a be, minute.
0: And also, we there's no uh, Freeman there, but I still take the Falcons. Uh, Browns are going to lose to the Bengals. Yep, 0-16. Uh,
1: here, here
0: we go. 0-16. Here we go. Chiefs are going to lose to the Bills because Tyrod Taylor is back in the He start is going
1: role. to tee off Nate Peterman. What a joke.
0: All right. Uh, Seahawks at the 49ers. I, Seahawks. Yep, Seahawks. Ooh, this Saints. is a very good oh, one. I want the Rams to win. I'm just going to say Rams. I want the Rams to win over the Saints. But I
1: think the Rams win it at home.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Uh, We've got the Jags over the Cardinals. Jags are going yes. to win this because they have the probably the best defense in the entire league. Agreed. Uh, Broncos over Raiders. No, uh, Raiders over Broncos. I'm going to go with the
1: Broncos there. They're both in a tailspin. Let's go
0: Raiders. All right. Packers against the Steelers. Ten seconds. Steelers are going to de-
1: defeat them. We yeah, got the easy. And we got the Texans at the Ravens. Um, I will go with the Ravens.
0: I'm gonna go with the Texans because personal bias, and I think Savage is doing okay for his
1: job. Ooh, very nice.
0: Also, the one thing I I forgot to mention for the uh, Panthers at the Jets, um, Greg Olson back in the lineup.
1: Yep, Wayne, New Jersey boy.
0: So that that's also a positive for. Uh, that's, a, that's have, a
1: big weapon coming back.
0: I, I'm pretty sure statistically he's probably his favorite weapon. So
1: Yeah, hopefully it can carry my fantasy team far. Um so Mine with too. so with that, uh, again, you heard our picks. Don't be afraid to reach out to us at the wide open underscore sports Twitter to tell us why we are correct or wrong or tried to heckle me about the Eagles and my paranoia. And don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud at Wide Open Sportscast as well as iTunes as well. You can just subscribe and our podcast goes right to your phone every week. Boom. Boom. So, ready for some college football?
0: Right. I'm ready for some college drama.
1: Oh boy, we got that right. Um, so Miami, first up on the list, survived that scare against UVA, but cannot survive Pitt as they fall to Pittsburgh today. Pitt is the turnover chain is now a turnover L. The Pitt is just a a top four playoff
0: contender destroyer. Because every last year, single year. Last year they destroyed Penn State's hopes. This year, I'm I'm just going to say they're destroying Miami's hopes. Miami very well still could be in the top four for next year.
1: They got to beat uh, I mean, Clemson not, and not, not, need
0: help. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, not, not next year, uh, before next week. But, yes, exactly. They need Clemson to lose to them or lose out their next two weeks. Because Clemson, who are they facing this week? They have a hard contender hard this week. Do I don't think it? it's
1: anyone too crazy. But I can't see them losing Oh, they're
0: they're South Carolina. So, I mean, that's not too crazy. But, I mean, South Carolina. We said that about Pittsburgh and Miami. (laughs) True, true. Uh, So, they need that to happen. But, I mean, people were saying the U is back, but they're losing to Pitt of all teams. If I can
1: be honest here, if you look back at Miami, they had so many close calls I'm honestly not surprised. I remember watching a few of their games earlier in the season. They had a few real close calls against they, some lower teams. Yeah,
0: close calls, and it would I I think I'd be more okay if it was like a close call here, but they lost by over two scores.
1: Yeah, not even close.
0: So it was like twenty four ten. Yeah, and they 24 looked or Like fourteen. I was I was watching today a little bit at work, but it, for all the plays I was watching, they didn't look that good. It was I was real surprised. It was definitely not the same Miami team in. This whole season, it was a completely different Miami team, it looked like. And also, I mean, they could have just had the, the hangover of eating too much turkey the night before. Because,
1: so. I mean, this is what we're looking at right now. So Miami yeah. will usually fall out of the top four. Uh-huh. You have Oklahoma. Oklahoma will be facing off against West Virginia, and then they will play TCU in the Big 12 championship, who they've already beaten, but again, it's hard to beat somebody twice. Mm-hmm. Uh And then... Miami will have to be Clemson, regardless of how Clemson does against South Carolina. You have Wisconsin, who will probably face off with Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. You have Auburn, who's got to beat Alabama. That is going to wind up with a great game against Georgia in the SEC championship. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot can happen, but I feel like a loss to a seven-loss Pittsburgh team is going to do some very big damage to them.
0: I I think that's even worse than Clemson losing to... Syracuse.
1: I I would agree with that, uh, but then again, Clemson's fourth.
0: Well, I'm, I should I should rephrase that. I would say it, it's a worse. It's definitely a worse timing for that loss because Clemson can make up Clem- for it.
1: Clemson lost
0: at the right time, and that's why this whole system is. I I hate college football's like playoff system because it makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean that for the way it is, they lost at the wrong time. Because I mean, both of them. Cl- uh, clinch their division. They, I mean, the Clemson clin clinch theirs, and Miami clinch theirs. So we already know who's going to be in the ACC playoff. Because the way
1: it looks is, so say all these teams win this week. Championship say Wisconsin game. Wisconsin games. moves up to number four, and then Wisconsin will play Ohio State, who's probably going to move into the seventh spot. Mm-hmm. And then say Auburn, Alabama, whatever happens there, they go to the SEC. Georgia, one of those three teams, Alabama, Auburn, and Georgia, are going to fall out somewhere. Because you have to, Auburn has to play Bama. So if Auburn beats Bama, which, by the way, Nick Saban has never beaten a nine-win Auburn team. Hmm. He's 0-6 against Auburn when they are ranked that'd as high so, as they I'd, are.
0: That would be so good if,
1: um, if, if Auburn, Auburn wins. Would. I'd say Bama would probably drop to, like, fifth because Auburn's number six team in the country. And then Georgia would have to play Auburn. So Georgia could then, in turn, knock Auburn out and move in and then say what happens, Ohio State beats Wisconsin, and say we have Bama beats Auburn and then beats Georgia, and Wisconsin loses to Ohio State, Ohio State can move back into fourth.
0: I hope everyone that's listening just wrote all
1: that down. <laughs> Basically, again, as, so Rick many, said, as Rick so said, drama. Minutes. Yes. the Anyone in the top eight right now, I think Notre Dame's out, TCU is out. Anyone in the top eight is could still get in. Even top seven Miami if Notre, Notre
0: Dame is Notre Dame's eighth right now. Right? Notre
1: Dame is ninth. Ohio State is eight. It's Alabama, Miami, but Miami will drop. Oklahoma, Clemson, and then from there on down. Unless they must have flip flopped that. Which one are you looking at? There, are you uh, looking at college football or AP I, Press?
0: I'm looking at college or football, football playoffs. playoff. Okay,
1: no, I'm looking at. I looked. I was looking at whatever. The AP. I mean, they're they're I mean, same they're, thing. Top eight, top nine is still completely fair game.
0: I mean it. For me, right this moment, it still doesn't make any sense why Wisconsin isn't in.
1: And the thing that's going to kill Notre Dame's odds at eight is they don't have a conference championship game. Yeah. So, that's why I don't see Notre Dame getting in. Every one of those teams, you have Alabama... Notre Van- Dame needs
0: to go undefeated to get into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and needs much. a lot of help. Yes. So, definitely... And they, haven't,
0: and they haven't gone undefeated this year, so they're not getting in.
1: So, Rick, you were just talking about Wisconsin. Um... It's surprising that Wisconsin's win against Michigan doesn't break them into the top four. Again, Michigan is not as good this year. Um, do you think Wisconsin can eventually break through? Can you think that they can beat Ohio State?
0: Uh,
1: Ohio State that, has I mean, th- very that's, inconsistent this year. Yeah,
0: Ohio State's very inconsistent, and that's actually probably the reason why they're on the top four is because when it comes down to the uh, Big Ten playoff g- or championship game, it's going to be very close between the two of them.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: uh yeah, they they do have they have a great defense. Like, yeah. And so I think they they could. I mean, it's it's pretty much 50-50. Like I I mean, I'm not trying to sound so inconsistent like do that, but, but it's, it's it's so, so 50-50 right now.
1: So that's why Wisconsin Show me what you got. Please show us what you got and please keep Ohio State out of the top 4. Yes. Please. It's all we beg of you. Um, speaking of which, we're going to get into it with the rivalry week pick picks and a few. Um, Rick, do you think the hardball experiment is working for Michigan? No. Why would you say no? I mean, he was supposed to be
0: there to make them make him go into the playoffs almost every year. And I don't think he's gone. He hasn't nope. gone to the playoffs once. He was in close his...
1: last year, and they lost to Ohio State. Yep. And they were upset by Iowa. Uh,
0: I mean – I think I think it'd be a big statement if Michigan were to beat Ohio State this week. I think that'd be a huge statement. I don't
1: know it's not, uh, but I don't Brandon think it's not. Peters happen. out, Wilton Speed I mean, out. John O'Corn's gonna start. O'Korn is absolute garbage.
0: And I mean, Michigan also doesn't have like
1: the peppers and the jig butt of last they're year. They're a so. rebuilding team. They're a, they're they're finally starting to get Jim Harbaugh's guys in there now.
0: That's such bullshit, though. With I think I think that's it's, honestly bullshit with college.
1: Is like you're getting all the everybody like guys your there. guys quote unquote because yeah. I
0: mean he's he's gone out and recruited these guys he's fucking climbed trees for guys in there and he's not getting his guys that doesn't that's yeah. not I don't believe that at all yeah so um but it, in, in that game I would pick
1: Ohio State uh we'll get back into that in a second and then Oklahoma literally runs over Kansas but it was overshadowed by Baker Mayfield's misconduct. After the Kansas players refused to shake his hand during the coin toss, then Baker Mayfield just torched them, like absolutely lit them up. But then uh, threw a few inappropriate hand gestures and a few f bombs towards the Kansas bench, and then also his his, uh, wee wee,
0: his Johnson. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and then was turning around saying, "Oh, it's time to go root for basketball." You got one win. Um, was staring down a lot of players, and in the return. Baker Mayfield has been benched. He will not start their senior game this week and also he has not been named captain of the team. Um is Baker Mayfield the new Johnny Football?
0: Um well Johnny was Johnny Football. The only time Johnny Football was ever benched was for that like autograph signing thing and that was like for like a play or a quarter. Right. Um so no, he's he's actually surpassed Johnny Football in con- misconduct. Uh so is he the new Johnny Football? I think he surpassed Johnny Football. So, in a way, yes, but he is in a way worse. So, so I
1: think Johnny Football was more known for like his going to the Halloween party dressed up as Scooby Doo. Uh, he got chased out of the University of Texas frat party.
0: Yeah, so like he yeah, he's he was an asshole Johnny Football was. But I mean, I think Baker Mayfield is actually more of an asshole in Giant football. Granted, I love it. I love watching it. It was Which a lot sucks because
1: I love to see Baker Mayfield do well. Oh yeah. His Baker Mayfield has, has a
0: great story. Intramural and, Superstar. Intramural Superstar are turning to uh starting QB for them. Well, not this week, but uh I think I I I, I hope I hope better for Baker Mayfield. Same. than what happened with Giant Football.
1: Agreed, because Baker Mayfield does have a lot of talent. But then, once again, you're in the Big 12. Who plays defense in the Big 12? Yeah. Absolutely nobody. True. So, so that'll definitely be interesting. Um. So, do we want to go and take a look at some of these rivalry week picks? Hit me with them. All right. So, first off, we will have Michigan hosting Ohio State. I know you've already had your say here, but who are you going to say?
0: Uh, again, I will say Ohio State, even though I would love to see Michigan beat them. I know you would, too. Oh,
1: yeah. So, But I think Ohio State's going to take yeah, this I one. I will be at the Rutgers-Michigan State game tomorrow with a bunch of buddies. Uh, but I will definitely be there. That's a rivalry now? apparently, <laughs> uh, but I will be there rooting for Michigan in my Michigan stuff. Nice. So go Wolverines. Please do something. Um, Bama or Auburn. I'm going to go with the tigers here, bud. I'm going with the Tigers Cause I'm hoping for something similar
0: back in, what was it? 2013, a return field goal? For yes. A touchdown win. I'm Incredible. hoping. I'm hoping for a game like that. Yeah, let's get
1: another good iron bowl. Low key a game between two mid ranked teams that could be interesting. Washington and Washington State. I'm gonna go with the Cougars. Uh I'm going with you, man. Yeah, that, uh, like low key very could be a very good game. I mean Wash number like, uh what is that on your computer? 13. thirteen and seventeen playing against each other.
0: Yeah. But that's that's actually that's a very similar good game to alabama Auburn, in my opinion.
1: Um, and then these last two, the rivalry games, but don't really see them being much of a game. Georgia over Georgia Tech. Yep. And then Florida over Florida State. And
0: that, I mean, if, actually, if everyone seems – I don't
1: actually, I'm gonna take that back. I don't know. I didn't mean that as in like a rivalry game. Like, oh, it's gonna be a blowout. I mean that as in those are two absolutely underperforming, underwhelming teams. Yeah. Um, I I don't know about that one.
0: Uh, I think I'm gonna take Florida just because Florida State, like their quarterback situation, is yeah. more f than
1: Florida's. Yeah, I'll take Florida there too. So, all right. So again, um, feel free to agree or disagree with our rivalry picks at the wide open underscore sports Twitter feed and hashtag we, plugs, dude. Hashtag plugs Uh, so now again, a sport that Rick and I had said has actually been more interesting than the NFL. And let's still
0: get in, is.
1: Let's get into the NBA. <laughs> Uh, The big thing this week in the NBA happened two nights ago as Russell Westbrook gets his first win over Kevin Durant. As the Thunder beat the Warriors 108 to 91.
0: That was a great that was a great game. Yeah. I, I, I watched most of that game. That was great. The
1: emotion and everything about that. The exchange um,
0: the exchange of words between them when they butt heads, that was sick.
1: I saw someone tweeted something funny, I think it was Barstool or something, it was like when you're out on Thanksgiving Eve and run into your high school ex and don't know if you want to fight or hook up. Yeah. And there's a picture of two of them butting <laughs> heads with one another. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um and speaking of that. Kevin Durant gets asked about it after the game and he says, Hey guys, it's just part of the game. We're just here to talk trash with one another. See,
0: it seems like they're better now. Like it, they're not like so hateful towards each other. Yeah. But I mean, Russ has always been that attitude guy on the court, which is which is good. And he always always wants to take it to his opponents. But I mean K D probably still has a special point point in his heart. Probably all the Golden State Warriors.
1: Yeah. Uh, Especially it, here as Russ is heard yelling at his teammates to shoot the ball. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was an awkward uh,
0: situation there, cause it was a he had he had the lane, he had the perfect shot, but he he looked for the pass back to either Russ or to uh, Paul George or
1: yeah, and someone. he and he was obviously just screaming like shoot, yeah, shoot, and um Katie and Steph were found laughing on the bench over it, yeah. So that was very interesting. What do you think of that about them laughing about it?
0: Oh, I'm I'm, I'm perfectly fine because I mean it was a funny moment. I mean, I mean that's it, it's weird. Basketball. It seems like you see more guys' personalities. You see more people having, I guess, fun with it. Yeah. So like it it's I'm okay with that because it was a definitely a funny moment. But uh, I have I, no problem
1: with it. I could totally see Russ yelling this to the guy and to his teammates on the team. Just got to send it. Like, just shoot it. Send it. Send it. Um, So that was good. And then the Warriors also made the highlights this week by overcoming a 20-point deficit at halftime to beat the Sixers 124-116. to 116. Uh, Sixers are still actually looking pretty good. But KD said the main inspiration was he didn't want to lose to Joel Embiid. I
0: don't think a lot of people do. Joel Embiid is a character. Speaking of people showing their personality, he is a character
1: on the court. Oh yeah. He is he is a
0: lot of fun. What but he was is that a that like
1: he stuffed somebody and then when he was running downfield the guy knocked into him and he flopped oh, he, on he the dove ground? And yeah. got
0: the guy a technical. Yeah. yeah.
1: And was like walked up, was doing the double technical sign. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't want to lose to him, but the Sixers and the Knicks are fun again. The Nets are back to being the Nets. Uh, they lost today to the Trail Blazers, mm-hmm. speaking of our local basketball. But the Knicks are fun again. The Sixers, the process looks like it was well, worth trusting. Ben Simmons leads the NBA for rookies in every single statistic. Yeah. That's what you call rookie of the year.
0: That is That is awesome.
1: Um, the Celtics' sixteen-game win streak comes to an end as they lose to the Heat. But still, sixteen. R.I.P. Straight. But
0: yeah, I mean, Celtics still. I mean, it was it was a tough loss, but they still look great.
1: Brad Stevens was quoted saying, "We're not as good as our winning streak suggests, but are they? Do you uh, think they're that good?"
0: Well, I mean, it's it's hard to follow up a sixteen-win streak. Um, yeah, in a way, it could be kind of like a weight off their shoulders because they're kind of like. Oh, are they going to win today? Are they going to win today? Are they going to win today? Like Everyone's kind of like riding their back. Uh, are they as good? I think that's a kind of just like a motivational thing to say there. Like, we're not as good. And in the back of the guy's head is like, prove me wrong.
1: Yeah. Like, like we'll show you that we're that good. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Lonzo was caught walking away from the fight during a Lakers-Suns game and didn't back up his teammates. Like, obviously, the fight broke out in front of him. He turned and walked the other way. All of the four guys on the court got involved, but Alonzo just walked to the bench. Quoted saying he was told by a teammate if there's ever a fight to walk away.
0: Uh, well, I mean, he's supposed to be protected, so that, that makes sense. Um... Mm-hmm. Is that necessarily right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's it's very hard because, like, there's certain players that you want to protect on a team. That's why in, in hockey for so many years there were so many enforcers in the league. Because, right. say, like, someone touched – Cindy gave uh Sidney Crosby a face um, – I should have said not in the league, in the N- NHL. Gave Sidney uh, Crosby, like, a face wash, like, rubbed his face with their glove. Like, there's going to be a big guy there pulling that guy off of him because it's Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby – has won so many MVPs, has won 3 cups now. You don't you don't let someone F with Sidney Crosby.
1: No, not at all. So,
0: Lonzo is supposed to be uh, I'm not going to say he's going to be the next Sidney Crosby comparative wise or I should say the next Kobe uh for the Lakers, but I mean, he he needs to be a protected asset. So, when he's told and if he says that and if no one is saying that he's wrong, then I I think that's perfectly fine. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me.
1: And now, speaking of assets and walking away of fights, Rick, we have the sports rivalry that we all have been waiting for. Oh, really? Yeah? And I think it's absolutely hysterical. We've got LeVar Ball versus 45. Mr. 45? Mr. 45. As Donald Trump, again, got Leangelo supposedly out of prison. And then Trump asked for a thank you. He was given it. And then LeVar Ball said, I don't know who he is. I had my people in China doing the work. I didn't need his help. To which Donald Trump responded, saying it was all me. I should have left your son in prison. And then it had a few more words back and forth. LeVar Ball went on to CNN. And then Donald Trump called him a poor man's Don King, but without the hair. <laughs> and called him. I, I ungr- actually missed that and, one. And called him an ungrateful fool. <laughs> He called him a poor man's Don King without hair. <laughs> oh my God. And was like, you could have spent the next five to ten Thanksgivings without your son. He would have been in China. I should have just left him in there until my next trip. Ungrateful fool. And then he retweeted somebody tweeting, I hate Hillary Clinton, but if Hillary Clinton got my son out of prison, I would thank her corrupt ass. <laughs> Hashtag crooked Hillary. <laughs> Oh my God! So who's gonna walk Dude, Trump away? Trump th- is
0: such a troll. Who's gonna? W- of them are so trolls.
1: Who's who's gonna win the war of trolls here? Trump or Lavar? I mean, well,
0: it's me hard to be judged there. But,
1: Who concedes first?
0: Oh, not Trump. No, none of them concede. Are you kidding me? They, That's a good I to- hope there's a forever Twitter battle between Trump and Lavar, and that would just make things so good. Once once Trump's out of presidency he goes back into the business he uh, he take he him and Levar Ball going going to be business partners for Big Baller brand
1: Oh, dude, can you imagine <laughs> straight scenes there? All the scenes. Uh, so Never he, lost. No, no, and he's not going to – he doesn't think he'll lose to Trump either. I don't, I
0: don't think he's going to lose. I mean, I don't think either will lose. It's just going to be like them hitting their heads against a wall.
1: Yeah, and you know who's <laughs> going to win at the end of the day? Us. Yeah. Like, I was literally – Yeah, we're the winners. I was on my prep in school just dying. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, he actually called LeVar Ball poor man's Don King. <laughs> that That is such a great quote right there. yeah. Oh my god! I get to see the troll face and everything going on. Um, so Barstool
0: needs to make us like a shirt that just poor man, <laughs> poor man's dumb. Like how
1: they have Roger Goodell with the clown face. Yeah, that that would be absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, you can talk with us about basketball at the Wide Open underscore Sports Twitter feed, and make sure that you can also follow Rick and I on Twitter. You can follow me at TotalFedsMove. Move, and you can follow Rick at Rick Two Number Two Number zero. Rick 2.0. Yes. Very nice. Uh, So, Rick, are you ready for some hot mic action here? I'm ready. Rick, talk to us about NASCAR.
0: Uh, Let's talk about NASCAR. The NASCAR season is officially over. Congrats to Marn Truex Jr. Jersey boy took it home for the very first ever NASCAR champion from New Jersey. Uh, The championship season was great. Uh, There was plenty of drama between different competitors during that season during this champion 10, 10 race sprayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and it was a lot of fun to watch during that point. Uh, there were definitely dull points during the year. Um, the mile and a half tracks, in my opinion, are, are always not that great. Uh, all right. like the short tracks, like the a half mile, mile, and then the super speedways, two and a half miles, best tracks there are. Mile and halves aren't that good. So I wish they would get rid of some of those, but that's kind of hard with all the politics in NASCAR. Um, now, with Monster this year, they did a change to the playoff system where where players, after certain stages, would get certain amount of points. Did that help? Okay. Yes. Uh, that definitely, during the race, there definitely used to be more dull points. Uh, definitely at short tracks, it helped. At mile-and-a-halves, I mean, those are never going to change, I feel like. But short tracks and at super speedways like Talladega and Daytona, they definitely helped. So I'd say overall for most of the races, yes, it did work. Not all. How would I how would I rate the season? I would say this season was a eight out of ten. Uh, one, I mean, for me on a personal basis, I'm really happy that Martin Truex Jr. Won.
1: Yeah, I was like I was watching at my aunt's house just screaming. I, I wanted him to win so badly.
0: And every year I go down to the Daytona 500. This is the first year that a a driver that I root for, and I've rooted for when I was young, I was a Jeff Gordon fan. Then I became a Tony Stewart fan. Then I became a Kurt Bush fan. This was the first year that me being a fan of a certain driver, like I'm a diehard fan for them, uh, won the Daytona 500 while I was down there. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, so he won that Martin Shuex won the championship. Overall, there was a lot of good racing, uh, different points of drama during the year, which, The reason why it's an 8, I think I would really hope to be more drama, more controversy between drivers because that's always fun, different attitudes. I remember
1: you saying uh, back in March or February that this is what Monster wanted is they wanted more competition, more rivalries because now with Junior gone, the sport needs new faces, and I know that's been one of your main talking points.
0: Yeah, the sport needs new faces. That's actually a huge point. Uh, Three drivers, three big drivers actually left are going to be leaving this year. Dale Jr. is leaving this year, and he's actually going to be working for NBC. Actually, what's really crazy, he's going to be doing some of the NBC coverage for like the Olympics and shit. Oh wow! Yeah, so like he's he's working full time for NBC, which is cool. He also has a like a freaking DIY network channel thing, right? But uh, uh he left. Matt Kenseth let uh announce with about like two races to go that he's most likely going to retire. Uh, he is a championship of this he is a champion of the series. Correct. And he was a big name for so many years. And then finally on the women's side, Danica Patrick, she is done full-time racing. She is absolutely finished. She is planning to run only two races next year. The Daytona 500 and the Indy 500 in the IndyCar series.
1: How would you grade her career in NASCAR?
0: Uh very disappointing. It was very disappointing, but the thing about her was she brought more coverage to NASCAR, and that's the thing. Like, going back to new people bringing more coverage. he uh, She brought so much coverage to NASCAR. Uh, I mean, the Players' Tribune did a whole thing with her on her last week. Uh, she brought females into the sport and uh-huh. even males in the sport. I would say more – she was more influential to, like, female women and female children uh, that – it's, that's going to be a big void to. Do, I, I mean, know
1: this is a completely random question for you, but sure. do you know what her highest finish was?
0: Her highest what? finish was, I think, like in the in the top series.
1: Yes. It like, was. A, it was. A, she came. To it winning. was. A, it was
0: a top ten at a super speedway. It was. I think it was at Daytona. It was a top ten. But the problem with her, and it, it's really unfortunate with her, a a lot of her career at in in NASCAR. Was that she was found at the wrong place at the wrong time?
1: I felt like she was always she, in an accident.
0: But like, I mean, she some were her fault. A lot, I would say, majority were not her fault. But I mean, that's that's a problem where she races, where it be like say the around the twentieth area. That's where the most accidents happen. Correct. So, like, if if your car's, I mean, if you you drive a a good car poorly, and you're gonna end up there, I mean, it's hard to avoid wrecks. Yeah. So I mean it it was her fault cuz she just didn't have the ability to race in the top 10 at all times. So which is unfortunate. Um but it it's definitely a big loss just cuz of the name brand. Um and that's that's the thing with these three drivers. Name brand. Like NASCAR has lost a big 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 name brand in Dale Jr. and they lost big in Matt Kenseth and Dan Patrick. Jr is on, its, on his own level. Uh-huh. Like he I mean, he he felt the void there when Dale Dale Earnhardt died in two thousand one after the Daytona five hundred. He filled a void there. He was he was there. He t- he took the slack of his father, and I think honestly that probably hurt his chances of ever winning a championship in the top series because he won in the in the secondary national series and what's now the uh, Xfinity series. Then was the Bush series after mm-hmm. the beer. Uh, he. Bush. Yes. He. uh, It's going to be weird not seeing him full time at the track next year. And honestly, for a while, it's going to affect the sport. Because every single time I turned on ESPN, ESPN doesn't have a lot of NASCAR. But every single time, whenever they list drivers and their finishing position, there'll be notable mentions and Dale Jr. was there. Now, that would be like if he was in the 15th or 20th. If he won, they did a whole thing on him. Right. If uh if he lost or got into a big wreck or if it was at Daytona or Talladega, they always did a big thing on him. It's going to be weird not seeing that, but I mean he's still going to be involved in the sport cuz he has uh he has a team in the lower divisions. He's going to be a broadcaster next year, so it's going it, he'll be there. But NASCAR needs to find someone. And it's hard to fill it's almost impossible to fill Dale Jr.'s shoes i mean the next person that will probably fill dale jr's shoes is chase elliott just because he has heritage in the sport where his father bill uh was there but it's i don't think he's at that level of dale jr right the Earnhardts have have such a big pull in the sport in the same way as kind of what the pettys used to have not as much anymore but what the pettys used to have okay so like richard petting kyle petty uh, adam petty uh that whole family, it's it's not as big as more because I mean Richard Petty's team is not that good and Kyle Petty retired. He's doing broadcasting for NBC, but he's not he's not a main guy on NBC. So I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough couple years for NASCAR. Uh, until, hope for the best though. Oh yeah, I mean I don't I don't think like the whole sports is gonna fold overnight, but I mean they need to find a figure, and in my opinion, right now that figure is going to be Chase Elliott. Uh, maybe the blades. Uh and I mean, and also kind of going off of like kind of like the women thing. Uh, NASCAR is also getting its first full time black driver, first time at a uh, full time African American driver since like the seventies, in really? bu- in Bubba Wallace Jr. And uh, so he he'll fill a a, a role there in bringing right totally. like, a, a, bringing a different demographic into the sport, which I hope he does because I yeah. mean. He is like is actually a really good driver. I mean, he filled a he filled in for an injured driver this year, and got got like a, a couple top 15s for a for a uh, ride that he wasn't full-time in. That's really hard. So yeah. he is he is actually a really good driver. So I'm 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 pulling for him next year.
1: Very nice.
0: Yeah. So that's my that's my thing on NASCAR.
1: Your your mic was very spicy, my friend. Yeah. Uh so again, you can talk to Rick Rick where can he find us at on Twitter to talk about you with NASCAR
0: he can fu- they can he they can find me at either wide open underscore sports or even my personal t- Twitter
1: Rick 2.0 the Twitter sphere what a great thing yes sir so it is time for our questionable call and for this week's questionable call we figured it's Thanksgiving. So why not go and take a look at the top three most memorable Thanksgiving Day football moments? So that's our questionable call. What are your top three most memorable moments in Thanksgiving football history? All right, um, so I'm gonna. Rick, You could start.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go from my three to one. So okay. my my number three. So I I wasn't I wasn't obviously during this time because it was 1993. Uh, I wasn't really. Uh, what should I say. Uh functional at that time because I was one right, year yeah, old. Yeah, <laughs> we were still
1: very young at that point. I, I
0: don't even – know I wasn't even one year old during that time. Was I? Yes? 1991. No? I don't know, whatever.
1: 1993. Oh, yeah, maybe one or two. Yeah.
0: So uh, I was probably one. Uh, but during that time was the famous Leon Lett blunder. It was a snowy game from Mi- Miami versing the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys blocked a kick – uh, from the uh, Miami Dolphins winning it thirteen to sixteen, but when the person wasn't supposed to touch it, Leon Lett touched it of the Dallas Cowboys that gave the ball back to Miami because he didn't uh, collect it at yeah. the one yard line, and they won the game 16-13 because it was an easy punch kick at the one yard line. I like so it. that's my number three because that's always brought up every year. Like I wasn't, I wasn't around during that time, but I like it. That is straight unlucky Unlucky. right there. Number two, uh, the butt fumble. Um, Infamous worst play probably ever in football history. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's just an infamous play uh, of the Jets being pummeled by the Patriots on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I remember why. We actually had a friend who was there at that game and said they didn't realize at first. It was like, oh, wow, he fumbled it off the guy's butt.
0: Yeah. And finally, my number one, just because of personal, the Steelers botched the coin toss. Or I Jerome remember that. Bettis uh, called it in midair and then changed in midair, but the ref didn't accept it, and Lions took it down one. So
1: sad. Boo, not cool. Boo, not cool. What are yours? Cool. Um, I am going to take... Uh, I'll go from 3-1-3. to one. Three, I'm going to go to Steelers, um, Lions botched coin toss. I'm also going to go with that. Um, secondly, the Heidi Bowl is the game when the Jets were playing the Raiders back in the 60s, and the Jets were up two scores with about a minute left. So at that time, it was time to switch over to a movie called Heidi, which was traditionally shown on TV at that time during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, the game's over. The Raiders score twice in the final minute and win the game against the Jets. Nobody saw it. Hmm. Nice. Nobody at all. So that game is always known as the Heidi bowl because it was arguably one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history and nobody saw it. They scored twice in one minute to win the game. And then number one, the butt fumble. I mean, come on. Yeah. Gotta go with the butt fumble. Absolutely hysterical. Uh, poor Mark Sanchez, man. He took his team to two AFC championships. But his legacy is forever going to be remembered by the butt fumble. Yeah. So that's pretty unfortunate for him. That sucked. Um, Any other notable Thanksgiving moments you could think about off the top Uh, of your head?
0: Notable? Well, I would say probably RG3's rookie year. He had a great game against the Cowboys. He won like 38-30. That was was a pretty notable one. Notable? I don't know. How about you? Do you have any others?
1: Not at the moment. But death those are three high quality ones. I feel like it's not really like what we picked were a lot of like unfortunate moments. You have like Randy Moss had that great Thanksgiving catch. I mean Keenan Allen had a great run yesterday. You see that Keenan Allen ran by like eight Cowboys defenders all by himself. Yeah. That was uh pretty funny to watch. Um but yeah, I'll definitely say that for Thanksgiving. I've had a couple memorable moments in my backyard. <laughs>
0: I, I haven't. We don't do a, uh, we don't do a turkey bowl in my. In we my used to do a, we
1: used to do a turkey bowl in my front yard every year. Oh, no, nice. My front yard was like perfect for football. Or sometimes we go down to the high school and play. But my neighborhood did one every single year.
0: Oh, that's pretty awesome.
1: So, with that, are we ready for this week's final drive? I am ready. All right, Rick. Why don't you start us off with this week's final drive?
0: All right. So the first thing is the notorious Conor McGregor.
1: No, no. No, notorious
0: will not be returning to the ring till at least April 2018. Sad, but I mean he needs some time to train.
1: Apparently, uh, Pacquiao told him to stay in shape.
0: Yeah, I saw that Twitter or Instagram Instagram post from him. That's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting.
1: Very what you got next? inter I'm a fan who tweeted he will eat dog poop if Miami won 10 games. Said he will not follow through with his promise. I don't blame him. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean that
0: I mean that's, I mean, that's nah, no uh, I'm a man of my him.
1: I'm a man of my word, but eh
0: I mean you still have to take an SAT test from uh, from fantasy 2 years ago, but yeah, man of I his t- word uh, over yeah, here.
1: Yeah, unlucky.
0: Next, uh Manchester City and Tottenham Hotspur's win their groups and Champions League with wins over Ferniewood and Basur, Borussia Bo Russia. Fe-
1: Feyenoord and Borussia Dortmund. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Uh, Liverpool United blow their chances to win group stages, but are still alive to advance to a round of 16. Yep. That Liverpool pissed me had so, a three nothing lead.
1: So much that pissed me off. So Roberto much. Roberto Firmino kicking the kicking the ball into his net, looking the other way, making Absolutely. sure his defense was still there, and Liverpool's defense obviously was not there. Nope. Uh, and then United losing to Basel. Both can still advance with wins. Um, Donald Trump is going to have a golf outing with Tiger Woods and Dustin Johnson.
0: Yeah, I, I saw that. No, I think they're having that like today, and I saw a post on that. It's very interesting, but I mean, I I struggle with the fact that Donald Trump has golf so much. I'm not I'm not I'm not to be not to be too political, but like it does it's not necessarily the best image.
1: Yeah, the man likes his golf, but yeah. maybe a little too much.
0: Uh so the Georgia Tome imploded. This week, uh, it, uh, but the main story was a Martabus getting in the way of a video of the demolition. It was the Weather Channel's yeah video broadcast. I that was such a good meme this week.
1: It was literally there's like here's all these other iconic moments that the Marta bus pulled in the way of, and it was like um some team went in the stanley cup in overtime it yeah like all these other sports highlights where the marta bus is just did you see the did you hear
0: the uh the dial or uh, the uh the sound of it though no because the the anchor is like oh are you kidding me
1: <laughs> oh are you kidding are you serious what are you doing move and someone said it was the one and only time the marta bus actually showed up on time for something to <laughs> <laughs> so get in front of the georgia dome video and they said the funny thing is there's videos all over the place of the georgia dome um being dismantled yes uh, under control but they want to all show the Martabus one because it's so funny
0: oh it's so good what Hy- you got next
1: hysterical uh tim tebow has said he wants to adopt a child from every single continent on earth
0: uh what what child is from Antarctica?
1: you answered my question exact there my friend yes. i couldn't tell you um what about th- this next one's interesting we we're talking about him earlier in the show
0: Uh, Johnny Menzel now reduced to selling selfies at a local mall. It's kind of like, is that kind of just like the Pete Rose of like signing autographs in Vegas?
1: Yeah, I think so. And also too, somebody got a picture of Johnny football out and about in public and looks like he's put on about 25 pounds in beer gut. Yes, sir. But when you party like that, hard not to. Yes, sir. And then the undertaker showed up on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon and tombstone, the man dressed in a Turkey costume.
0: I miss The Undertaker full-time in WWE. Yeah, Rick,
1: Rick, you, you were talking about that earlier. Why don't you fill us in about I,
0: that? I mean, it, when it was a funny thing because it was like kind of like a request from a fan. And just The Undertaker did it right, in, right then. It was definitely planned, obviously. But right. it was pretty funny. It was fun to watch. I watched it a couple times. Uh, but I do miss The Undertaker full-time WWE gear. So that is our final drive.
1: Yay. And that is it for
0: your boys at the Wide Open Sports Cast
1: live from our beautiful 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 new hope studios in Rick's apartment. Thank you, sir. So, um great show this week, Rick. We'll be back very soon. We got a big uh, week in sports coming up. Yes, we do. Um have a nice fun night ahead of us to celebrate me being an old man. Old man over here. Dude, I'm 26. I, it really feels like it's no one likes you when you're 23. I forget what it is for 24. I don't know what you're talking about. There's song lyrics for every age, it feels like, from 20 to 25. Oh, yeah. And 26, there's nothing to describe it, so I hope that's not a feeling of like... Well, that's a good thing happens when when you're 25,
0: I guess, is you're able to rent cars at a cheaper cheaper rate.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or you get kicked off your parents' insurance.
0: Well, I think that's that. Oh, yeah, 26 is that. Yeah. uh, I don't think there's going to be any good songs about that, though.
1: Nope. Except for maybe the KARS Cars for Kids song. (laughs) All right, so no,
0: donate your kids today.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, that's it for this week. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Again, you can find us at Wide Open underscore Sports as well as on SoundCloud and in iTunes. I was about to say Instagram. We're not there yet. Um, but iTunes at Wide Open Sports Cast. And thank sure. you for listening. Thank you everyone.
0: Another great show.
1: It was. Happy great. birthday, Feds. Hey, that's Rick, and I'm Feds. Thank you very Uh, much. Adios. you believe these guys are our future leaders in America? Thank you so very much for all the appreciation and all the great moments that we've experienced together. You stay classy. That's all, folks.